Hello and welcome to the next edition of this Harrington Star podcast. Whether it's Fintech Focus TV you're listening to or our diversity and inclusion specials, we hope you're enjoying the shows and please do subscribe to make sure you never miss an episode. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Women of Fintech podcast series. We are here today to celebrate the wins, raise awareness of the challenges, and walk the talk for change across the entire industry. Today, we are joined by Emma O'Connor, the COO of Form3, the award-winning cloud-native real-time payment platform that processes a wide range of payments quickly, simply, and cost-effectively. Having worked for the likes of the giants such as Visa, Capco and Barclays, she joined Form 3 as COO four years ago and is here to share her journey with us today. So uh, welcome, thank you very much for coming on to do an episode with us. Excellent, thanks for having me Nadia, pleasure to be here. So it would be really good if you could open up by telling us all a bit about what your role as COO encompasses. I know that one CEO and another can be incredibly different. So it'd be good to hear your story. <laughs> Absolutely. So as a, a CEO of Form 3, I look after both our business operations and service operations. Um, so on the business side, that encompasses talent, people, vendor management facilities, um, and typically anything else that doesn't have a clear functional home, um, until I find it one at least. Um, and then on the service operations side, I'm responsible for our ongoing management of the real-time always-on payments platform, um, alongside all of our customer onboarding and implementation. Uh, on a day-to-day basis, clearly my team has grown a lot since I first started at Form 3 as, as employee number seven back in 2017. Um, and the scale of the organization, the services we offer, the customers that we provide that service to, um, and my role have all changed significantly. Um, and in on- honesty, it, it continues to change significantly as well. I quite like that, that you're, that you're so open with the fact that it's continuing to change all the time, because I think that one of the themes of the moment is agility and people being able to be really agile to what's needed within a business. Um, but I also love the fact that you're so customer focused as well. Um, so what about your background? It'd be great for you to tell us um, the, the sort of skills you've learned, where you've come from, and what got you here today. Uh, absolutely. So I, I started my um, career near on 20 years ago now, which which I also find very hard to believe um, and, uh, and does make me feel rather old sometimes when I think about it. But I, I started my career um, in consulting. Uh, I joined as a graduate moving over from Ireland um, and I spent about seven years in all um, as a management consultant, first at Capco um, and then at Bearing Point. Um, I certainly didn't uh, appreciate it fully at the time, but it was a great way to land into the world of work. Uh, joining a small consultancy meant a lot of responsibility um, and a lot of kind of frontline client work pretty much from day one. Um, and that was a really, really steep learning curve, but also a huge amount of fun. Um, because projects uh, hadn't already been done 10 times before, it was a real opportunity to do new things in new ways, uh, build new models, create new methodologies, um, and to really play with it and see how it worked. 
Um, and the majority of projects that, that I worked on really were in the kind of a payments and operating model space, so a really great base for, for where I've ended up today. Um, and a huge amount of um, exposure across multiple different financial services organisations. Uh, from there, I went on to join Visa Europe into their strategy team. Um, and it was a great time to be in a strategy team. Uh, Visa Europe had just split from Visa International um, and it really was the strategy of, so what do we look like now as an organization? Um, and from there went on to lead the corporate mobile payments team at Barclays. Um, again, uh, a great time to, to land into mobile payments. Uh, Barclays as an organization was just launching uh, Barclays Ping It um, and very much uh, my role was about understanding how we could take that product, design it, develop it um, and sell it out to corporate customers uh, and that was that was a huge um, a huge kind of mindset change in terms of taking it from a retail base uh, into a corporate base. Uh, I think from my side, I've, I've always been a very uh, or pretty direct person um, and definitely a let's just do it kind of mindset. Um, and certainly returning to the workplace after maternity leave in particular really amplify that. Uh, because whatever about before, uh, I definitely had a lot less time to, to feel like I was wasting it or spending lots of time continually reviewing or, or discussing without really feel like, like things were being moved forward. Uh, so, so for me, very much the opportunity to join a fintech, uh, pretty much at its inception, uh, a founding member of the management team, with the remit to really develop from scratch uh, our full business and service operations, um, it was a really easy decision to make, um, even given the potential risk um, and commitment of time and focus involved. And that just sounds brilliant. Like you've actually got me really excited just listening to your journey. Like I love hearing, like starting your journey as a consulting firm and and just you know getting your hands dirty and, and having such a variety of things that you that you're exposed to day in day out. The strategy at Visa, you being able to really build on on that sort of mindset change at your time at Barclays and 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 get into the mobile payments. It does all make sense to you put all of that together and I can see why you're why you did join form three at seven people so how about you now share with us a little bit more about um, form three and what makes form three unique in the payments industry so form three uh, provides a cloud native real-time payments technology platform um, and very much our mission is to enable banks and other regulated fintechs to create amazing products um, and experiences for their customers from a, a Form 3 point of view specifically, what that means is, is we provide very much the end-to-end -end, um, as a managed payment service, enabling access to clearing and settlement. Uh, so in essence, we, we become the back office payments technology capability of our customers based on standardized and, and open APIs. Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of our product capability, uh, we focus on uh, so non-card ACH type payments, um, and we support many different uh, payment settlement options. You know, faster payments and backs in the UK, SEPA Instant, SCT, and DD in Europe, um, and others uh, earmarked, earmarked from an international capability uh, through this year and next. Uh, we're also doing a very exciting international offering, uh, providing complex products to small and medium-sized enterprises through simplified access uh, with their financial service provider. As an organization, we're a pure play technology company. Um, so very much we are 
um, at the cutting edge of technology and it's at the heart of everything that we do. So our, our platform and, and my responsibility in terms of uh, maintaining that platform is very much a, a bank grade, real time, 24 seven, 365, always on, yeah. cloud native, microservice based architecture. Um, and it's fully multi-tenanted for our customers. Um, so a, a fully shared technology stack uh, for a wide range of customers and, and the use cases that, that they choose to use the platform for. Um, our customers themselves are, are quite uh, diverse and complex as well. Everything from um, you know, leading uh, UK and European banks to non-financial institutions, fintechs, challenger banks. Um, and many of them use our products and services to create um, and is embedded into some of the key offerings that they then provide out to their customers. Um, certainly, I think one of the one of the big things for me that that sets form three apart um, and really makes us unique in this marketplace is who we are and, and the team and the proven capability that we've built um, along the way and now continue to grow. Um, we're, we're a fantastic combination of very experienced payments and operations subject matter experts along with really high-end technology specialists. We have live services, uh, we process real-time and in batch, um, you know, as I said, 24-7, 365 uh, for our customers and we've, we've been doing that for near on three years now. Um, so quite established um, as fintechs go and certainly we you know we we have been the technology behind some some real industry first so the first ever non-bank participant to join the faster payment scheme has been on our tech um, and our tech you know, as part of a joint offering that now provides non-banks with a directly connected access solution uh, for SEPA payments, SEPA instant payments as well. Wow, there's a lot there that makes you unique. Um, I think that there'll be a lot of people um, who are listening to this that will really love the fact that you've spoken about cutting edge technology and tech being at the heart of everything you do. But also, there'll be people that will really, really have their ears pricked up at um, the fact that your customers are so diverse, because I think there's a lot of businesses out there that, that choose a particular area of the market. But the fact that you can, as we said at the start, be as, as agile as you all are, to be able to focus from the, the corporate banks all the way through to fintechs, it's, you know, it's very exciting. Now, talking about your team, it's something that really stood out for me when we first spoke. So you, you've already said that you know, your team are really you know, the, the heart of the business. Now, diversity and inclusion is something that I'm really passionate about. And when we first spoke, something you're also incredibly passionate about. But you don't just talk it, you walk the talk, which is a, a huge part of you know, why, why I wanted to have you on this, um, this podcast. Um, it's incredibly high on the Form 3 agenda. And I wanted you to share exactly how you've, you've made that happen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, diversity and inclusion are, are a key topic uh, at Form 3 and, and very much at the management table as well. Um, within the organisation, our gender diversity targets are very much embedded in our business plans. Um, and more, more recently, working with my people lead, Leanne, we are in the process of adding a more comprehensive set of diversity targets um, as part of our overall commitment in this space. I think on a personal note over the last few years and particularly since taking this role, I realised that I'd, I'd never properly internalised the need to be an advocate um, for diversity and for, for women, in, I suppose, in particular in, in the fintech workplace. 
Um, however, you know, as, as a C-level exec um, with, as I said, almost 20 years kind of into my career, when I often still find myself at, as the only woman in the room or the only kind of exec at the table, um, you very much realise that that has to change um, and that requires real action. Um, I think it's great to work, look out into the world at the moment and I think society and the world of work has certainly come a long way. Um, and it's great to see so many exciting movements to encourage you know, girls to study STEM subjects, women to start careers in, in very, I suppose, traditionally male-dominated worlds, uh, whether that be in you know, finance or software development or enterprise architecture or whatever it might be. Um, but there's still a lot to do. I think you know, we, we must recognise as, as a society that both inside and outside of the workplace, uh, there are still huge inequalities that exist, uh, whether it's in education, political engagement, access to family leave, um, health or income. Um, and these gaps are still too big, uh, which is why we at Form 3 are now very actively um, committed to increasing diversity within our organisation um, and across our industry. And, and we really enjoy working with organisations like Women in Tech and Diversity in Tech to really help us uh, understand what it is that we can do in this space and, and how we can do the bits that we do better. Um, so really learning from people that you know work in this space and are focused in this space to, to, to understand how we bring that into our organization to make a real difference and I think it's so good to hear all those examples of how you affect equality um, within the workplace because like, there's some actual tangibles in there um, and I know when we when we last spoke you, 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 know, you gave me some of your internal internal numbers which are which are really good and really positive and the fact that you open that up by saying we have gender diversity targets I think that sets you apart from the rest um, as well. What would you say that um, you do to empower um, future female leaders? I think empowering, empowering future leaders, it, it's all about giving people space to grow, um, to succeed and, and ultimately to fail as well. Um, but for them to know that they have the support and air cover to be able to do that. Um, when I think about that from a future female leader point of view in particular, I, I do you think it's the support in failure that's exceptionally important? Um, it's, it's easier to stereotype and I, I wouldn't like to do that, but certainly a lot of the female talent that I have worked with, um, the focus of you know, not perfect outcomes can very quickly turn to the negative uh, rather than kind of the positive things that were achieved and the learning experience for next time. I think generally any aspiring leader needs to get comfortable that you know, a bit of failure and learning how to grow from that is, is really, really important. Um, and not being afraid of that personal challenge but also having the, the support structures in place uh, to allow them to do that. I think that's such an important point. And you know, I take that quite, quite personally as well. I really related to that, as you, as you said it, um, because that's definitely something that I do. Um, like, I constantly want to challenge myself, for sure. But I do, I do find it very difficult to celebrate a part of what I've done, if it's gone well, if there's something that hasn't. So I think that's an incredibly important point that we all need to take away from this for sure. So thank you for sharing that. Um, what about um, if, if we kind of look back um, to you and your younger self, um, you, you said earlier, you know, you've been in the industry now 20 years and you can't believe those 20 years have gone so fast. If you could kind of rewind time and give yourself some career advice, what would you say to your younger self? Um, be brave, be braver, um, you know, you're, you're, I'm not a heart surgeon, uh, nobody will lose an eye, the world won't end. 
Uh, don't be afraid to put yourself out there, have an opinion and don't be afraid to share it. Uh, you won't always be right, but chances are you probably won't be too wrong either. Uh, I think I think that that would be the big the big uh, pep talk that I would certainly give myself. Yeah, and I think everyone listening to this needs to listen to that last bit a number of times and just remind themselves that they need that pep talk because you're absolutely right. If if we were all a little bit braver um, and we shared our opinions and we realised, look, you know, <laughs> no one's going to lose an eye if I quote you. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, we we can probably achieve our goals. So um, I've, I've got to say that was. Um, yeah fantastic fantastic open and honest podcast that you've recorded with us today i really really appreciate the time that you've you've given us i love the stories that you've told us um i love the messages that you've left us with um and i love that you're walking the talk for change in our industry um and giving back to the industry as well so thank you so much for sharing your time with us today and thank you for being on the women of fintech podcast series thank you nadia Thank you.